Blog Talk Radio. God can change your life with just a short prayer? Say this powerful 3 a.m. prayer faithfully and with all your heart. No matter how you feel and no matter your circumstances, say it sincerely. Then Jesus will change your life in a very special and profound way. Your life will never be the same. Leave a like for this video and share it at least one time to help me reach more people, spread the gospel and change more lives. Comment using the word, 
Amen. After you say this powerful 3 a.m. prayer, I urge you when you wake up at 3 o'clock to clothe yourself in this prayer. Use this time to seek divine protection, to secure your homes, your loved ones, your health, your finances, and your dreams under the watchful eyes of the Almighty. This prayer time is a fortress, a shield that guards us from the assaults of the enemy. The Bible tells us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So pray this prayer with faith, and know that your prayers at this sacred hour build a hedge of protection that nothing can penetrate. Praise God. Now, to everyone within the sound of my voice, let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, I come before your presence with a humble and contrite heart, seeking your divine protection and deliverance. I acknowledge your power and goodness, recognizing that you are my refuge and fortress in times of trouble. I declare your sovereignty over all creation, knowing that you alone have the power to break every bond, defeat every evil, and overcome all darkness. I stand on the authority of your word and the victory won by Jesus Christ on the cross. Gracious Father, I lift my voice in prayer, fervently seeking your divine intervention in every area of my life. I pray for your protection, breaking the chains of bondage that have held me captive for far too long. In the name of Jesus, I command every evil force, every curse, every spell and every power of darkness to be broken and rendered powerless in my life. I renounce and reject every generational curse that has been passed down through my bloodline. I declare that the power of the blood of Jesus sets me free from the bondage of the past. I break every negative pattern, every cycle of addiction, every stronghold that has kept me from experiencing the fullness of your blessings. I declare that I am a new creation in Christ, empowered to walk in freedom and victory. I release forgiveness from the depths of my heart, choosing to let go of any bitterness, resentment or unforgiveness that has hindered my progress. I break every soul tie and unhealthy attachment that has bound me to toxic relationships or unhealthy influences. I ask for your healing touch to restore and reconcile broken relationships, bringing wholeness and unity. Mighty God, I pray for your divine protection over my mind, my thoughts and my emotions. I rebuke every spirit of fear, anxiety and depression that has tormented me. I declare that I have the mind of Christ and I am filled with your peace that surpasses all understanding. I take captive every thought that does not align with your truth and I replace them with thoughts of faith, hope and love. I pray for your divine protection over my physical body. I declare that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and I present it as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you. I rebuke every sickness, disease and infirmity that has tried to attack my health. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed and made whole. I speak life and health into every cell, tissue and organ of my body. 
I release the healing power of your Holy Spirit to flow through me, restoring me to full health and vitality. Heavenly Father, I pray for your divine provision and abundance in every area of my life. I declare that you are my provider and you meet all my needs according to your riches in glory. I rebuke the spirit of poverty and lack and I release the spirit of prosperity and abundance. I am blessed to be a blessing and I sow generously into your kingdom. I declare that I am a channel of your blessings and your abundance flows through me to bless others. I pray for your divine wisdom and discernment in every decision I make. Guide me by your Spirit that I may walk in the paths of righteousness. Protect me from deception and lead me into all truth. Grant me understanding and clarity as I navigate through the challenges of life. Open my spiritual eyes to see the hidden traps and snares of the enemy and give me the wisdom to avoid them. Lord, I pray for your divine protection over my relationships and interactions with others. Shield me from toxic relationships, manipulative individuals and those who seek to harm me. Surround me with godly friendships, mentors and advisors who will encourage me in my journey of faith. Grant me discernment to navigate through different personalities and relationships, always extending love, grace and forgiveness. Father, I pray for your divine protection over my spiritual walk and growth. Guard me from spiritual attacks and the schemes of the enemy. Strengthen my faith, deepen my understanding of your word and fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. Protect me from false doctrines and teachings that seek to distort your truth. Empower me to live a life that is pleasing to you, honoring your name in all I do. I pray for your divine protection over my dreams, aspirations and destiny. Lord, I surrender my plans and desires to your perfect will. Guide my steps, direct my paths and open doors of opportunity aligned with your purpose for my life. Protect me from distractions, discouragement and doubt. Help me to walk in faith and trust, even when the road ahead seems uncertain. Gracious God, I pray for your divine protection over my finances and resources. I declare that you are the source of all provision, and I trust in your abundant provision for my every need. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of lack and financial bondage, and I release the spirit of prosperity and abundance. I ask for wisdom and discernment in managing my finances that I may be a good steward of the resources you have given to me. Lord, I pray for your divine protection over my purpose and calling. Guard me against distractions, discouragement and the attacks of the enemy that seek to hinder me from fulfilling your will. Grant me boldness, courage and perseverance to pursue the dreams and visions you have placed in my heart. Protect me from comparison, self-doubt and the fear of failure. Empower me to walk in the fullness of my calling, making a significant impact for your kingdom. Father, I pray for your divine protection over my spiritual armor. Clothe me with the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Help me to stand firm against the attacks of the enemy 
resisting every temptation and walking in obedience to your word. Protect me from spiritual warfare and surround me with your host of angels to guard and defend me. I pray for your divine protection over my words and actions. Help me to speak life, encouragement and edification to others. Guard my tongue from gossip, slander and harmful words. May my words be filled with grace and seasoned with salt, bringing healing and hope to those around me. Protect me from the snares of the enemy, that I may walk in integrity and reflect your love and truth in all I do. Lord, I pray for your divine protection over my journey and travels. Guide me safely in all my comings and goings. Protect me from accidents, negative incidents and unforeseen dangers. Surround me with your presence and keep me in the palm of your hand. Order my steps and grant me discernment to make wise choices and decisions. I pray for your divine protection over my mind, thoughts and imaginations. Guard me against the lies and deceptions of the enemy. Fill my mind with your truth, renewing and transforming me from the inside out. Protect me from negative thought patterns, worries, and anxieties. Help me to fix my thoughts on things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report. Father, I pray for your divine protection over my dreams and desires. Guard my heart from discouragement and delay. Surround me with your favor and open doors that no one can shut. Protect my dreams from the attacks of the enemy and grant me the wisdom and strength to pursue them with diligence and perseverance. I pray for your divine protection over my spiritual life. Guard me from spiritual blindness and dullness of hearing. Open my eyes and ears to perceive your presence, your voice and your leading. Protect me from distractions and busyness that hinder my intimacy with you. Help me to cultivate a deeper relationship with you, abiding in your presence and walking in line with your spirit. Lord, I pray for your divine protection over my family and loved ones. Guard them in every area of their lives. Protect them from harm, danger and evil influences. Surround them with your angels, encamping around them for their safety and well-being. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you shield them from every attack of the enemy and grant them your peace and joy. Mighty God, I surrender every aspect of my life to your divine protection. I trust in your unfailing love, knowing that you are my strong tower and my shield. I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I take hold of your promises, standing firm in the authority and victory I have in Jesus Christ. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I want you to say Amen in the comments section below as you give thanks to God and claim this prayer. I declare that all the blessings of this prayer are now upon you in the name of Jesus. Listen to this prayer for seven days and watch the Lord do miracles in your life. Why the number seven, you may think. Seven has significant meaning in the kingdom of God. It is a holy number that often represents completeness, perfection, or divine.
Well, I don't know what happened to Andre. I guess he got sidetracked or something this morning. <laughs> but welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning. And today is December the 11th, 2023, and we thank God for 12 months and 11 days into this new year. And we only have a few more, few more days. And we really and truly will be into the new year of 2024. And so we thank God for where we are right now and for where he's brought us from all the way from January 1st of 2023 to December 11th. And so we're thankful, thankful, grateful, appreciative of all he has done for us. In this new year of 2023, I was thinking this morning and listening to uh, Rance Allen and Kirk Franklin singing about the name of Jesus and that spirit of praise come upon me. I am thankful that at the name of Jesus, it's a place where I can run in and be saved. I can call on the name Jesus and he will come and see about me. I'm talking about right here, right now. And so I'm thankful, I'm thankful that he's on my side today in spite of me. I thank him that he He wants those with broken hearts. He wants those that's not as popular as everybody else. He wants those that are doing things others have no clue about doing. And sometimes it costs us, the one that's helping, it costs a lot of pain. But guess what? He's right there for it. Yeah, come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, but my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm grateful unto him this morning that I can put everything on the altar and walk away. Yeah, it may appear, oh, you don't have enough money to uh, finish Christmas dinner. Oh, you don't have this and you don't. Greater is he. <laughs> that lives within me, that he that is in the world. I have not because I ask not. Yeah, I believe God is going to make it all up so that celebrating the day we set aside for his birth would be a blessing to many. And so I'm so thankful. I've been out, um, I want to say y'all, but I've been out everyone uh, passing out these beautiful Christmas cards. And I had to go buy more. So I went and got me some more, and I got them all ready to go. And the Lord gave me the idea, put a, a recipe in there. So the first set I put out, I put a pecan pie recipe. These, it, it's real easy recipes that I'm giving out. On these particular ones that I'm giving out today and the rest of the season, these cards have homemade vanilla wafers in it. Vanilla wafer cookies, yeah. And so I thought that would be, even men can make it. And I thought that was just so nice. So I've been giving them out, like I go to Walmart, whatever cashier I have, I give her a card. If I go to a dollar store, I give the cashier who served me, give her a card, you know. And just random people that the Lord said, give it to her or give it to him or give them a gift. So I've been doing that this season, and I'm going to be honest with you, I wasn't feeling very uh, celebrational. <laughs> I wasn't feeling 
uh, the spirit of Christmas. I wasn't feeling it. But I got up and I began to move anyway. Yeah, because God knows what's best for us. And I can't just let uh, that evil spirit and what we call his imp dictate nothing. Yeah, I don't want to hear nothing uh, that evil have to say. So I know if I get up and get moved, somebody's going to be blessed. And in some places, people know I do it every year. So when they see me coming, they get excited. You know, oh, she's here with something for us. These are workers. These are people who work every day, cashiers. Uh, it may be the um, the trash men, you know, that remove your rubbish, you know, your trash and your garbage, people like that. Maybe the mail lady who deliver your mail or the mailman who deliver your mail. Yeah, I give to these kind of people. And I don't have a lot, so I can afford some Christmas cards and uh, type off and print off a recipe, put it in the cards, and give it away. I thought that was just wonderful. And I gave it to this one lady yesterday. She said, a recipe for me? I said, yeah. She was like, thank you so much. Oh, this is so sweet. And may I have a hug? I'm not a hugging person. <laughs> I don't do a lot of hugging, but I let her come and gave me a hug, and it was nice. It was nice for her, and I thank God I had the opportunity to be a blessing because he comes giving, and that's what we should do. Uh, Pastor William, he wrote the song that says, new name, new name. He has given me a new name because one of the one of the little sentences in that, in that song that says, because he give, I, I mean, because he gave, I give. I like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And so I'm grateful unto Almighty God. I appreciate him. I love him today. And uh, I just thank him. I can't thank him enough for all he has done for me. Hallelujah. Great and mighty things. And listen, this morning we're going to talk about uh, thoughts for the new year. I want to talk. And see if you remember, what are your thoughts for this new year? What thoughts do you have for 2024? Before it get here, what are you praying about? What are you telling God about? Or what are you thinking about to yourself? What would you like to see happen in 2024 concerning you? And I like to call it goals sometimes. Some people say, well, I'm making my new year resolution. No, I'm making goals. I'm making plans. Yeah. And I'm making the plans with Almighty God. And what I'm making my plans is without him, I can do nothing. So I'm asking him, will he fulfill my plans for 2024? I'd like to do more um, for Jesus in the morning listeners. I'd like to bring more um, messages messages that when you walk away every day and you think on it, you can't help but think of the message that was brought for the day. What was said? How did it affect you? Did it find you there? Did it find you in error? Did the message cut you because the word is sharper than any two-edged sword? Were your heart cut? Yeah. Were you condemned? How did you feel after the morning message? And so I want more of these kind of messages. I want to um, bring more songs, different songs, 
and let the people rejoice and be glad in Almighty God that have all power. Again, this morning, Jesus is the name where the righteous can run in and be saved. If we believe today, even, we can run in and be saved because we believe him. But I'd like to see us give God more. Cut out whatever's in us and stop hanging in the world and stop being the way that the world is. We want to be different. We want our light to shine. And we don't want to just be talkers, but we want to be doers. And that's what James talks about, uh, being a doer and not just a knower or a hearer or a talker. But we want to put the love we have for him into actions to be a blessing to others. I, I pray and I, I need to work on it more quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I need to work on those things because I don't want to have the mind and mentality of the world because I see how they think. I'm, I'm, what I tell you is crooked. Uh, though, they think they have common sense, but just as blank in the head as possible. And I see people, they've gone to college blank. In the head. Yeah, but I, I'm to my uh, empty wagon. And they say an empty wagon make a lot of noise. And a lot of times I hear all of this, la, 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 empty, empty. But when we talk of the goodness of Jesus, it has substance. It's heavy. It have, it's dense. It has power. When we talk of the things of Jesus, when we talk about his word, when we walk according to his word, it's got power. It's dense again. It's heavy. Yeah, it'll get us to where we need to be. The wind can't come and blow us away. Yeah, because we got some weight on us that will help us to stand. And that's what we want to do. I can remember my parents would tell me sometimes, uh, and that's what you call an educated fool right there. And I would be like, because see, we wasn't allowed to call people fools. We wasn't allowed to say but. Uh, 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 certain words, we, we had another word to say, a softer word. Yeah. And m my parents tried to display to us to do things as becoming of holiness and a clean life, you know, and we we would try, but they understood we had to have greater living in us. And at that time, I didn't have greater. Today, I have greater living in my heart. So I don't have to do these things if I, if I don't want to. It does not make me perfect. I'm yet striving for perfection. Yeah. I haven't gone back with them yet, haven't made it in, so I yet have to walk upright before him. I yet have to pray. I yet have to seek his faith. I yet have to turn from my wicked ways. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because sometimes God will show you you. Yeah. I don't need to look at the people. I need to look at me. And as God's showing me, I talk to him. He's a deliverer. And then sometimes what it is, maybe we've forgotten some things, but he'll remind you. Don't do that. Don't say that, Barbara. Don't act that way. Yeah, he's that kind of God. And so I thank him for it. But I tell you, sometimes the devil come, and then once he done did what he want to do, 
the person will come back and say, well, you said this to me, you did that to me. Well, I didn't do it to you. I did it to that spirit that was using you. Stop letting the spirit use you, and you, you will be all right. And stand up in Jesus. Stand up. We don't have to be a weak people. We can be strong people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is what we want. We want to be strong in him, not in our flesh. Yeah, in ourselves, no ma'am, no sir. We want to be strong in Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you. We thank him this morning because there's none like him. He loves us today. Yeah, he loves us. And this is what we're going to talk about this morning, your thoughts for the new year. Your personal thoughts, your own thoughts for the new year. Anybody ever ask you about what you're thinking? Uh, anybody ask you, what would you like to happen in the new year? Have you set a goal for the new year? Yeah, we're going to talk about all of that. And we're going to be coming from Hebrews chapter 11 and looking at verses 1 through. Yeah, wherever God stopped at over there, that's where I stopped from verses 1 through Hebrews 11. Yeah, some good stuff over there, very good stuff. And so we want to talk about that and... Um, we're moving right along this morning. I'm going to uh, this next song, and after this, we're coming back, and we are coming back to talk about your thoughts for the new year. Hallelujah. Well, let's go down a little bit further. Let's do this.
gonna make it right straight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Mr. Dion, this morning. And that's one of my all-time favorites right there. Trust in the Lord. I'm telling you, when you trust in him, well, when I trust in him, it makes my life easy. I, I don't have to stress. I don't have to worry. I just have to trust him. I just have to remember to trust him. I just have to remember to let faith come in and patience and praise and worship. Because how many believe that when you prayed the first time, God heard you? Yeah. That first time I prayed, God hear that prayer. Yep. I can come back again and again and again with the same prayer if I choose to. He's not going to in no wise cast me out because I keep praying but the first time, this is what I thank God for trusting him. Thank God for believing him, believing his word. I thank God for my relationship with him, that I know him for myself. And I know the very first time I pray, God hear that prayer. He don't turn a deaf ear when he told me I could cast my cares upon him, for he cares for me. When he told me to trust him with all my heart and lean not to my own Understanding my whole heart, he wants me to trust him. And he wants me to acknowledge him in all my ways. And he's the one that's going to direct my path. He don't want me to be wise in my own eyes. He wants me to fear him and depart from evil. And guess what? I'm going to be all right right there. Amen goes right there. Why? Because I'm doing what his word says. And he honor his word. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 has brought me a long ways for many a years. And all I got to do is focus in it, focus on it, meditate in it, meditate on it, and walk accordingly. Guess what? He's going to bless me. And whatever problems may arise for me, situations, it may form, but it won't prosper. Because he said, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I pray the prayer of faith about it, and I move on to see who can I help. See, but we got to learn to do that because what we do, we get stuck with something we want, and because we're not getting it, that's all we can focus on. The devil is a fool and a liar, and that devil will make a fool and a liar out of you. So once you pray the prayer of faith about your situation or whatever it is that you're asking God for, the next step is to praise him. The next step is to keep worship going, praise and worship. The next step is to remember what his word says. Huh? The next step is to occupy until he comes. But well, what are you talking about, Barbara? Go help someone that you can help. Take your mind off your stuff and put it on somebody's stuff that you can be a blessing unto. Yeah, giving these cards out. That's a wonderful blessing for me and to me. I'm not sitting around thinking, well, I'm, I got to do this to do that. I'm not, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I made my grocery list. I made my menu for the holiday celebration. People are coming. Yeah, so I, I invited a few and some just automatic. It just the family going to show up because simply because I cook. Not to bring me a gift. Not to celebrate Jesus with me, but I could. I'm typical, it's okay though. But this the thing. God has prepared and he's preparing. 
He has prepared and he's preparing. And it would be all right in Jesus' name. It's already all right. So I, I decide to occupy until he comes. If I'm real, real busy, which this is a busy, busy, busy season for me, then I start doing stuff that really help people. And it's not because of the holiday season. I do it all year round if I can. Yeah. I like helping churches, small churches. Yeah, I like helping them. Yeah. And and again this morning, it's already all right. Thank you, ma'am. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm grateful unto him this morning. There's none like him. So we we're talking about your thoughts for the new year. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking about? What what would you like to be different this new year? Is it something you can do to help your new year be better all the way from January to December? Because we know within a year, a lot of times things happen. Sometimes death comes, a loved one passes. Sometimes we get sick. Sometimes things happen with our children. Things happen on the job for those that are still working. Or even if we're retired and we... uh, have a retirement income, sometimes things don't work out right. Yeah, right now they're blessing seniors. So what they'll do the rest of the year. Uh, Right now we're not at war. We don't know what we may be the rest of the year. It's a lot going on that we have no control over. So my thoughts for the new year is more Bible study time, more prayer time. That's that's me. Because if I tell God what I want and I stand on his word, he can perform that for me. He can bring it to pass for me. Yeah, because his word holds true, and I'm just simply reminding him of his promise to me <clears throat> or what he said to me. So that's that's something that I want to change in this new year, a closer walk with God, a a, a more Bible study time, more prayer time. I want to talk to him about the things that's going on in America. I want to remind him, not that he needs to remind him, but I'd like to go back and share what he said because he knows his word is true. You said if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will you hear from heaven, forgive the sins, and heal the land. America needs healing. But they won't hear the truth. Many don't like the truth. They don't like it. They rather believe a lie than the truth. And I understand because the truth hurts sometimes. But you have to take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. If it's the truth and it's painful, tell God about it. Because, Lord, I want to learn to love the truth. I want to learn to accept the truth. I'm not perfect. I have problems like anybody else. But, God, that when the truth comes, I want to be able to accept it. If it comes from a hellish mouth, if a fool tells me the truth, I want to believe the truth. 
But again, this morning, we put our stock in people. We looking at the person. Mm-hmm. When the pain of the truth come, whoever telling us the truth, we'll be against them. We'll hate them. We won't like them no more. And why is that? We're not casting our cares upon him. We're looking at the person that told us the truth. We're not looking at his words as a liar won't tear in his eyesight. That's not where we're looking. We're looking at the one who told us the truth. And the truth hurts. Yeah. Sometimes people be against preachers. I know many have been against me, but I'm good. Because I'm telling you the truth. And I'm I'm going to do what he says to do. I can't help who like it and who don't. He's my Lord and Savior. He's my master. And if anybody disobey their master, you know you get some big trouble. I don't want no God trouble. And I'm not going to have any. I'm going to do what he said. But again, they get mad with people because they told them the truth. I'm to my church folk. These folks say they saved and all. But if you pray, when the truth comes, if you feel the pain of the truth, tell God about it. Don't, don't be against the person. They treated you fair. They treated you right. They told you the truth. They didn't come trying to trick you, trying to cheat you. They told you the truth. Mm-hmm. And you know, I based a lot of things off relationship. Sometimes women are asked the man, I'm fat. And if he say, yeah, baby, you done picked up a few pounds, she'll get mad with it. She didn't want him to say that. She wanted him to say, no, you good when you're not. When I met you, you was a size 12. Now you're a size 34. Now you fat. Look in the mirror. <laughs> the mirror tell you what it is. They don't want the truth. They want to lie. Yeah. Many times you can't tell people the truth. You got to escape from that and start up another conversation because if not, if you tell them the truth, it might cause a fight because they don't like the truth. They love it. They don't like it. They can't get to the love part because they don't like it. And it's you that's telling the truth so they don't like you. Because they feel the pain of the truth, but they're looking at you brought the pain. Parents will uphold their children and their wrongdoing. No, LaJohnny, terrible. No, you haven't done nothing with LaJohnny. And was married and wouldn't let LaJohnny daddy, your husband, do nothing with he was going to grow up and be a man one day, but you didn't want the husband to make a man out of him. You wanted to keep him and make him like a soft girl. Now, LeJohnny out in the world getting all kind of wrong treatment because he's not a man. He's a boy in a man body because the mama couldn't take the truth. I've seen parents go to jail with their children because the police, the police told them what time it was. Yeah, your child did it. They said the child did, and they want to fight the police about the truth of the matter of what your child did. I've heard parents say, oh, I know my child didn't do that because I know my child. But you wasn't there. 
And when parents are not available or parents are not present, children do some things that they wouldn't do if the parent was there. So don't think because you're there and little Johnny behaving that when you walk away, he don't misbehave. I learned that at an early age. If my child had a disagreement with another child and a parent had to come to me or I had to go to that parent and they would say, well, I know my child. I said, I know mine too, but I can't tell you what my child did when I wasn't present. That I can't do. Mm -hmm. Boy, they would get mad with me then. The truth. They don't like the truth. Sometimes men try to show women you're not what I want. I don't want to be with you no more. I found something better. She'll get mad with him. I want to do stuff to him, kill him, anything. Because he told her the truth. I no longer want you. Well, if he don't want you, uh, go on about your business. And if you're not married, find somebody that wants you and be through with it. They don't like the truth. Sometimes all the signs, before we get involved, the warning signs are there. We don't like the truth. So we ignore the warning signs and tell a lie to ourselves, I'll change them without saying it. When I get through cooking and cleaning and doing laundry and helping him to pay bills, I'm doing what no other... You're doing what no other woman doing. I could take you back in history and women will show you. I've been doing that and more for years. That ain't stopped nothing. He came home one day and decided I wasn't what he wanted no more. He left me and went on with somebody else. But he told me I just couldn't receive that. Now that's if she tell you the truth. Me and do the same thing. The woman says, oh, but Big Johnny, no, it's not. You still love me. No, I don't. I don't even want to see you. He can't take the truth. And they found a word for it. They call it rejection. It's not rejection. It's you're not right for me or I don't want you. That's not rejecting you. That's the truth. (laughs) Yeah, they got all kind of reality stuff now that's not even reality. Yeah, the the fact of the matter is, I don't want you. Goodbye. Stay away from me. They they say they're stalking them. I had a stalker before, really did. Email me, instant message me, call them on the phone at the same time, and then in a few minutes show up at the house, outside in front of the door, raising the truck engine up. Got the police involved. He was in the military. Got his sergeant involved. That put a stop to all of that. Would not receive the truth. Didn't want it. Couldn't handle it. I said, I'm not rejecting you. I'm telling you the truth. You're just not what I need, and I'm not what you need. Please believe me. If you if it was, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Think about it. 
And we're still talking about your thoughts for the new year. I'm going on down the list. I hope you're making a list. And if you can share some of your list this morning, feel free. Now, if there are things on your list that you can't share, that's fine. But if you have some things on your New Year list that you want to share, feel free. Fast more. Now, that I need to do. Yeah, I believe I need to fast more. I got to go to him to get the fast. He got to tell me when and how long. I can't just jump in it because I feel it, you know. Oh, I just want to fast. I want to pray and talk to the Lord and have church by myself and not eat. And I don't tell people when I'm fasting. That That's between he and I. I know whole churches tell everybody, oh, we're on a fast. No, I don't do that. You'll never know it. Mm-hmm. Because I believe fasting it's a sacrifice, and it show God I'm willing to sacrifice my daily routine of food, my daily routine of water. I may uh, drink juice, which I don't, sodas, which I don't. I may be a tea drinker, coffee drinker. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not eating a regular breakfast I would eat. I'm not eating a regular lunch or dinner. Matter of fact, I'm not letting nothing Food-wise, touch my lips. Drink-wise, touch my lips. Not even water. So whenever he give me the date and the time, that's when I'm, I want to do it. But I want him to give me more. More dates and more times to do it. Yeah. And it's all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So my next one is this. I want to reach out more. I want to do more outreach, more reaching others to talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. But today we have to be careful, and it's another thing. I need him to give it to me. Mm-hmm. When, where, how, and how long, I need him to give it to me and uh, so I can go. Because if I do it when he send me, I'm going to be prosperous in winning souls. I'm going to be prosperous in changing the hearts and minds of men and women to give God a chance. See, I can't do it, only he can. But he can give me what to tell them. Yeah. And it's already all right. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. My next, uh, uh, another reason why I want to reach out, I want to see about children more. Go to children hospitals or, you know, places where children that are not like other children are. And see if he can use me there. But again, he has to give me the instructions. He has to tell me when, where, how, and for how long. Only him. If not, I won't know. If not, I can even write a letter and they'll tell me no. I can go over to visit with the president of the spot. They'll tell me no. Or the owner or whoever's running, they'll tell me no because he's not sending me that way. I'm going on my own. 
And I don't want to go on my own. Like I said, I want him to send me. Tell me when, where, how, and for how long. And what to do once I get there. Or when I get there, I just trust him and he'll show me what to do. I just need to make sure he's sending me. So again, we're talking about your thoughts for the new year. The next one I want is a closer walk with God. I want to spend more quality time with him for me. Not just for the work, but for me. I want to get to know him better. I want to get to know him more. I just want to spend some hours with him on, on, on my behalf. Because I spend time on your behalf and the people's behalf, but I want it to be for me. Now, he blessed me because of that. But I just want to carve me out some time for me and him about me. Yeah. Find anything in me that shouldn't be, Lord, take it out and save me. Make me over again. Wash me in the precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is my thoughts for the new year. Help me to walk up right before you. Help me to serve more. Help me to give more. Because he loves a cheerful giver. Somebody wrote a song and the song said, God bless the child that has his own. So if I'm the giver, that means I got. The receiver don't have, but I do. And I'm being a cheerful giver because I'm doing what he said. Now, I'm not dancing and prancing around. And, and back in the day, like the, the world used to do brushing my shoulders off, like I got it like that. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid, even in giving. I've talked to him, and he's sending me to give. Even in giving the cards out with the recipes in them, guess what? He gave me the idea. I didn't, I didn't need a whole bunch of money for this. I, I doubt if I spent a good, matter of fact, guess what? It was donated. These, now, the first set of cards I bought, I forgot this set of cards I didn't even buy. And the cards come third in the box with the envelopes. Huh? I didn't even pay for that. Yet he gave that to me. He gave me the idea. I didn't come up with that on my own. I can't take credit. Yet when I give them out, it's most effective. And when I give them out to people, they be like, for me? This is for me? I'm like, yes, that's for you. I went to do my car. I think that was on Saturday uh, uh, to get the car wash, Shante and I. And I thought about I had a gift in the car for another lady, but she she didn't show. And so I went to the desk and I told the lady, I said, I said, this is for you. She said, excuse me? I said, yeah. And you can see Merry Christmas on the bag, you know. I said, this is for you. And she started pulling things out, and I, I explained what everything was. She was like, oh, my goodness. And and she, too, came around the counter and said, may I please have a hug? I gave her a hug. She said, how sweet of you. That was so thoughtful. Oh, that is, I'm thinking to myself, how sweet of him. <laughs> 
How thoughtful. Hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. How thoughtful of him. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, today, God, I thank you. Because, look, on these type jobs, you don't know what people go through. On any job, really. If I go somewhere where corporate America is, I'll give out cars. I, I, I do it in the doctor's office, the dentist, anywhere where people are. Because sometimes people have corporate jobs making corporate pay for catching corporate hell. Do you hear what I said this morning? They're catching the devil. They're going through. And you just so happen to walk there and bless them with a car. And some people don't wait. They open it up right then and there. And they look. A recipe. Oh, thank you. Because, you know, some people are trying to cook. Because fast food is ridiculous. Groceries is ridiculous. So thoughts for the new year. Again this morning, what are your thoughts? What have you jotted down? What 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 it is that you want that's different this year? What's something you want this year that you didn't get last year or you wanted last year or you didn't even think about it last year, but coming into this new year, you started thinking about this. What is it? Write it down and make it plain. That closer walk with him will cause this for me. It will cause me to shine like the noonday sun. When I come out from that prayer closet, I'll be bright. I'll be a bigger light sitting on the hill that can't be hid. Because like Moses, I spent time with God. I've been in that. Hey, glory. Huh. Thank you. Mm. I've been in there with him. I've been talking to him about some things, you know, for the, everybody that come to the show, especially that faithful few. Because although I'm going for my personal stuff, I'm going for myself. I can't leave you out. Can't do it. What would bless the actual format of the show, God? You gave me that. What would bless it? Show me. Teach me. Now, I may not be able to do it for other churches. You know what I'm saying? But this is my ministry. This is the work that he chose me to do. I'm doing what he said, and you are part of that work. Did you know that? (laughs) You can get me in trouble. Did you know that? (laughs) Yeah. Did you know I work for you? Did you know it? When that phone rang, I got an answer. I had people that I wouldn't answer. Oh, you don't understand. (laughs) You, You don't know. I see that right now. Yeah, the only way I don't answer it, I'm busy with another somebody praying or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been on the road traveling, and somebody called me. I had to do traveling and talking, praying and driving. Yeah, I've done all that. Because it's what he gave me in that new year. 
Some things never change. It rolls from one year to the next year. Then sometimes things change. Yeah, within the year. Sometimes he tell me what it's going to be before we get there, before the new year began for me. Hallelujah. And for us, preparing for his return in the new year is the greatest thing we can start to do until it become a part of us, that we are preparing daily for his return. Oh, he's coming back. He promised us. He said he would. This one on my list is this. Seeking for my calling or what God chose me to do. I, I, I'm seeking him more for my calling in him and what he chose me for. I know. I know he called me to evangelist. But Lord, what else would you have me to do? Is there any more that you would have me to do? Because whatever it is, I need you to teach me. I don't want to get it from man in 2024. I want to get it directly, hot off the press, direct from heaven. I want to get it from you, Lord. That way I know I have it. I, uh, let me tell you something. People have asked me, Barbara, how do you know? How do I know what? How do you? I don't. <laughs> Great is he. Knows it all. The spirit of the Lord knows everything. We call it the Holy Spirit. Some of us call it the Holy Ghost. He knows all things. And when you want to do right and you desire to do right, he'll speak. I know you remember me often saying, don't go that way, Barbara. Go two streets down. Don't say that. Don't move that. Oh, don't treat him like that. Yeah, it, 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 he does all of this. I could be riding and having a conversation and I can hear him speak. Look. And when I look, I see. Wow. Yeah. He loved us. We just got to learn to love him. I'm still working on how to love him. That's another one of my goals for 2024. We're going to make goals for 2024. We can start with the small goals, accomplish them, work on the medium goals accomplish that and then get to the big goal because the small and the medium is leading us into the big goal and we want him to do it we, we don't want to do it ourselves we don't want to go to people and get the people to do it unless he sent us to them because he gave them what we need it may be a message it may be a scripture it, it may even be a song it may be one word He has showed up so many times right here on the show and showed me people was talking and he showed me it was him. Fix it where I don't have to doubt because he'll show up. And as they say, he will show out. Yes, he will. He can do it. He can afford to do it. He's almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There's no higher power. And this year, we we really want to walk in our calling, and we want to find out what that calling is. God is, God, what you called me to, what you chose me for. Because if he saved you, if he drew you to him, because the only way you could come, he had to draw you. 
So if he drew you, there's a calling on your life. You may not want to accept it. I ran. I know all about the running. But I want to tell you this. You can run, but you can't hide. And it may not be an office. He may not give you an office. He may give you what he gave Sister Dot. She posts so well online. Post scriptures every day. <laughs> Rain, sleet, snow, or hail. She posted scriptures. And at first I said, Lord, I want this to be a prayer club. I've anointed it. I prayed over it and comforted. I said, well, Susan died posting scriptures. And he said, leave her alone. Then it come back, and it's not always easy for her to find this that she's posting. I had to leave it alone. Anybody else come in there with that, I straighten them out. Dot, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. Now, I don't have nothing to say to Dot by posting nothing. She said, you want me to, uh-uh, uh-uh, leave that up. That's what Dot, leave it alone. Are you, are you talking? No, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Y'all forgive me for laughing here. Because he... <laughs> The beginning of growing in God and the beginning of wisdom is to fear him. If he done told you something, though, you, you don't want to go back and play around with it in no type of way. The person that he uses, you don't have nothing to say to them. Leave them alone. <laughs> Let them do what they're doing. Because he showed you now. Go back and Fool around with it and get yourself in trouble. That's what you end up doing. Mm-mm. I know better. I've learned for myself. Yeah, I've learned he can fix you real good. And then, look, once you repent and all of that, he don't have to uh, uh, un- undo it right then. He can wait a few days. Ooh-wee. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I... I, I I said I was sorry and I mean it, Lord. Yeah, you do mean it now. <laughs> but he's not he's not moving nothing. You want that thing to go on. It's not going nowhere until he says so. And now you've learned your lesson. Don't put your hand in God's business. Get your hand out of God's business. Take your thoughts out of God's business, your lips out of God's business. Don't do it. If it's something you don't understand, tell him, Lord, I don't understand. Can you can you show me what this is? Lord, show me how, how, what I should do about this, uh, or, or even what I should think about this. Now, I repent for my thoughts, my feelings, all of that. And so these are just a few other things that I want on my thoughts for the New Year list. And these things, I, I, I have to pray for. I have to pray about it all because I want it all from him. Now, he may send a preacher. He may send a scripture. He may send a song. It may come in the mail. I, I don't know. But it's got to come from him because I won't receive it from anywhere else. It's no good. Now, I want to take a look this morning at 
Hebrews chapter 11. And I want to look at the first uh, uh, a verse, but I want to go over here and look at something right quick. Wait a minute. And I want to share this word a little bit more, this one particular word. Uh, I like to share it. All right, let's see. I think I got this right here. And the word is substance. It's A-N-C-E. I can remember when I first went to work for, wait a minute, G-A-N-C-E. When I first went to work for uh, drug and alcohol treatment, now, they say most people work in those kind of places. They had been on drugs real bad, and they got sick and tired of being sick and tired, so they came to recovery, and they got off the drugs, and they never went back, so now they become a drug counselor, or they work in a facility in, you know, some um, position. But I went there as a cook, ended up being a counselor's assistant, then end up being a, 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 a what they call it doing urine, urine analysis. I forgot the position name, y'all forgive me. But anyway, I, I did that. You drop the urine and I test it and see if it's coming back hot or you just good. Nothing is in there that shouldn't be in your urine out the ordinary, that kind of thing. So I smoke marijuana. But I never did pills or cocaine or heroin or nothing like that. But what I saw was a lost people. What I saw was a contrite heart, a broken spirit, a broken heart. That's what I saw. And that's who Jesus is looking for. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. He's not looking for those that say, I got it together. I don't do dope. I don't cuss. You know, I don't fool around. <laughs> I'm in the church. He's not looking for them. They ready. If they're telling the truth, they ready. All they got to do is keep striving for perfection. All they got to do is study the word of God. All they got to do is pray more and grow in God. These people got to come to them in the fullness. Because they broken. They hurt. I heard one person say they damaged. They're a damaged product. But when God gets through with you now, he make you over. I remember Nicodemus went to him by night, and he told Nicodemus, you must be born again. And that's what these people need, to be born again. But first, he got to have somebody working in the vineyard who he can use to draw them. They're not drawing them to their ministry. They're not drawing them to their church. They're not drawing them to the things they're part of. They're drawing them. They're they working so that God can draw them straight to him, to Jesus. We're working that he can draw, that he can save, that he can deliver. He changed hearts and minds. He gave brand new hearts and brand new minds, and that's the work. But I work now. Drug and alcohol treatment. Listen, 
Nobody but God. Thank you. Thank you today. Thank you. Mm, Father, I thank you. From children to adults, boys and girls, men and women. You hear me? Children 10 years old addicted to alcohol. The little girl said, I need a drink. I'm like, baby, I can't give you nothing to drink in here. I, but I really thought she was talking about like a Coke or fruit punch. But after hours, they can't have stuff. She got upset with me. And she said, I'm not talking about that kind of drink. I need a beer. So it crushed my heart. It cr- I, I, I had never dealt with a child that want that kind of thing. So I sat down and I talked to her a little bit longer and then she went on to her bedroom and and went to bed. Men, full-grown men, able-bodied, saying that's what they were afraid of, God coming back, and they would be drunk when God come back. Huh? God can use us, folks laying on the sidewalk drunk. It's raining. They don't care nothing about the rain. They pass completely out. They don't drink so much. Some of them have alcohol poisoning. Something in their childhood trauma triggered or something. And guess what happened? They end up trying to medicate it with drugs or, or alcohol. These are the people Jesus looking for. He's looking for the person that's lying because they're in a bad fix, but they don't want the world to know it. They want people to think that they're better than they are. A messed up heart, a messed up mind. That's who God is looking for. Somebody that keeps stealing. Because they think they need more, they can't afford it, but that's the only way I can get it is to steal it. God is looking for them. He want them to. He'll accept them too. The cheater. Cheating on the taxes. Cheating on the job. Cheating on the time clock. The adulteress. Got a wife but cheating. Got a husband but just got to cheat. Because they not doing this and that. If they not doing what you want them to do, set them free. Bye, 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 bye. What you stand with them for? They not pleasing you. Go get what pleases you, but don't cheat on these people. And don't try to come and take what they done worked hard to help you to get. Don't do that either. Because you made the choice to step outside of what was happening. You didn't go to God about nothing. I'm talking about in the church every Sunday singing in the choir line, telling them they working on the finance committee, they working on the deacon board. God wants you. He wants you cheating, lying hard so he can change it. He's in that kind of business. And when I tell you he can change it, when he changes it, you'll never go back to what you was. I'm a living witness. I can't go back if I wanted to, which I don't think I could get the courage to think about going back to it or wanting it because ain't nothing back there. What was back there was foolishness, nonsense, death. 
Death was like that evil, nothing good. It didn't raise me up. It didn't inspire me. It didn't encourage me. It drugged me down. Depression and, and that kind of stress, that's what it was. Heart attack, stroke, that's what it was. I found Jesus. He knew where I was. I didn't know where he was. So when I found him, he received me as I was. Weary, wounded, and sad. He made me over. I had to be born of the water and the spirit. He gave me a brand new heart and a brand new mind. But if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I became new in him. Old things passed away. The things that used to make me depressed and, and, and stressed and a wounded heart attack, all of that went away because I, I found a savior. And even until this day, he's sweet, I know. My mind improved. People used to say, oh, you smart. Oh, you did back in the day. Oh, you can just come up with stuff. Oh, the... What they say, not dumb as a box of rocks? Because rocks can't say nothing to that. He's been there for me all my life. He brought me through. Even in junior high school, I could talk at assemblies. I could speak. But speaking about Jesus and leading others to him, that, that wasn't, uh, no, 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 we can tell about that now. But he brought me from zero to being a hero. All the things I thought that mattered did not matter. Foolishness. Nonsense. I didn't even need it. The praises of other people, I don't need that either. Didn't need it back then. But I thought I did. And I thought I need to show how hip I was. I was like the world. What you wore, I should be wearing. If we bling it out here, I need to bling too. What you driving, I need to drive something similar. Foolishness. Following up the Joneses and following up what they say on TV. My children, they, they was even looking at MTV and all the BET and, and they wanted to be like the rappers and all of that. We following the world. I'm talking following the world. But once he come in, I cut ties with the foolishness. I heard Janet Jackson say, got my own mind. I want to make my own decisions. And what that meant for me is I'm going to God. And what he give me, it'll be mine. And he'll help me to have a sound mind. Because everybody today don't have a sound mind. I go to him. Because again this morning, I have not because I asked not. I haven't asked what my calling is, Lord. I haven't asked what you chose me for, which way you want me to go. And have the patience to wait on him. Another thing I learned after we pray, we need to start praising and worshiping. But we too busy waiting on the answer. I mean, we too busy impatient. We anxious. He said, be anxious for nothing. 
We sitting around, all we doing is just waiting for what we done prayed for. When it's coming, which way it's coming, who bringing it? How it's coming? That's, that's how we don't praise and worship him, and we don't occupy until he comes. We got to go out and check other people, see what we can do for them. We shared it a while by ask not what your country can do for you, but what can you do for your country? Ask not what your God can do for you. Ask your God what you can do for him. What is it, Lord, I can do today to bless somebody? And see, we a lot of times we always think we got to give money. You ain't got to have no money. I don't have money. I have a big God. <laughs> I have a master that owns everything. I'm joined out with the savior of the world. Joined out. I'm related to him. Because I've been washed in his blood, now we have the same blood. We got the same bloodline as long as I'm obeying the father and obeying his word, you understand? So all I got to do this morning is ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and I'll find it. Knock, and the door come open to me. But two things I got to have. I got to have faith and patience. What you say, Barbara? Faith and patience. That's what we got to have. And while we're waiting on God, we need to praise him. While we're waiting on God, we need to worship him in spirit and in truth. Because that's the only kind of worship he will receive. He's a particular God. He's a different kind of God. Hallelujah. He just don't accept in and every old thing unless you're coming to him for the first time and you want him to wash you clean. He'll accept you like you are. Right then, just the way that you are, he will receive you, accept you, and deliver you. You got to mean what you say and say what you mean. I can remember praying for things. I didn't really mean that, but God showed up on the scene. Woo-wee. You said you wanted it. Here it is. <laughs> Guess what? I went on and humbled down and said, fix me that work it, Lord. Fix me to fit in with it. God, let it get in me and let me get in it. Yeah. So that that's not what I really wanted. But he showed me. All of this was lessons. Lessons to be learned. That waiting on him, oh my goodness. I can't tell you it's always easy because we are people that's microwavable as they teach us. And we are click and a push button kind of people. We instant. And God don't always move that fast. See, I can just click my mouth uh, from where I'm at and, and just run right over here to Facebook and take me a quick look what's going on on Facebook. And then click it right back to where I was. God don't move that quick. Sometimes he leave us on the side of the road for a while. Mm-hmm. You thaw him out, you're trying to hit your ride, nobody's stopping. So you got to keep walking. Yeah. Until he know it's the right time for you. He never come late. He's always on time. We're the ones that's misunderstanding. It's not God, it's us. Because we're looking at people, we're in our feelings, and 
Are we feeling some type of way? And No, get, get raw with the word of God. Accept it like it is. Revert back everything, take it back to him. What did he say about this? I'm feeling like this. Well, God, what did you say? I said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I said, cast all your cares upon me for I care it for you. That's what I see. I said, humble yourself and pray. Turn from your wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive the sins and heal the land. That's what I said. And I, I'm the God that can uphold my word. Are you the believer that can uphold yours? Are you my child that can uphold your word? Are you going to do what you said you would do? You said you love me. Do you love me? Where's the proof? You said you would go if you had to go by yourself. Are you willing to go alone? I'm sending you. Who are you waiting for? I was in a circumstance like that. I told her, I'll go if I have to go by my, have to go. And I met every word of it. Well, he sent me by myself. These people said he was going with me. I was going from Orlando to a place called Apopka, Florida. And I'm driving my little struggle buggy. I had a Vista coat. Oh, I used to love that truck, CR. I used to love that thing. It was burgundy. And I'm driving my little struggle buggy going on. And I said, Lord, the people said it. He said, but you said, he didn't say but, but he told me, you said you would go if you had to go by yourself. I'm sending you. Go on. And I went on by myself. I've gone in places alone. Sometimes I felt like a secret agent. Nobody knew. Thanksgiving Day, I was at the table with a bunch of preachers. Nobody knew. Hey, <laughs> glory. But when he showed up, it was him that showed out. Y'all heard me? Sometimes he show up and I show out. I can't help myself. He done showed up. I know my help is here. My backup is here. I know my bodyguards all around. If you notice, the leopard is when they got bodyguard, oh, they'll sell out. They'll point you out. But no bodyguards around, they get humble. Hurry up and get me to my truck. Sometimes they jog to their car, pull off fast. Why? They ain't got no safety net. Well, I know when my safety net network, I should say, has shown up. And once my network show up, oh, I'm, I'm stretching out in him. So we're still talking about thoughts for the new year. What are your thoughts? What are your what, what plans you want to work on for the new year? What is it you want in your life? Now listen, it, it don't just stop with spiritual things now. Because God understands we live in the everyday world. You got to have food and drink, a, a roof over your head. Many of us, we have to have a car to drive, uh, uh, some type of income. So look, it might be you want a better job. You may want better pay on your job. You might want the company to change. I have seen God come in and move top management and the second layer of management and the next layer of management. 
I lived in some apartments, and I, I, I had no clue about the people working there. I just needed a roof. And at the time, nothing fancy. Just give me somewhere to sleep, bathe, and eat, and I'm good to go. I went in. Went into the office to talk about the new lease or whatever it was. The assistant manager was sitting at the desk, quiet as a mouse. And they had a man they had brought from New York, up north, to uh, fix the project because he was fixing them up north. So when I walked in and I saw her, he was back there in another office. And I walked straight to her desk. And I said, I said, hi. She said, hi. I was Mac at the time. I hadn't gotten divorced yet. She said, you Miss Mac? I said, yeah. She said, he'll be with you shortly. I said, okay. I said, but I want to tell you something. She said, yes. I said, you're the assistant manager. I said, but you're not going to be that very long. I said, you, you're going to manage and someone else will be the assistant manager. She looked at me like I was crazy. What? You must not know these people. I went on in and had to talk with him. He tried to be nasty to me the Friday before. But when God got through, he wanted to be my best friend. He called me after 10 o'clock at night. He leave the bar. You better go home and get you some sleep and come to work the next day and leave me alone because 7 o'clock I'll be doing Jesus in the morning. I ain't got time for nonsense. He had these dignitaries with him and he saw me coming up the sidewalk to go to my mailbox. Oh, Miss Mack. I looked and, and then I had to get myself together. I said, it's the same man was acting a fool with me. Acting like he hated me, like I was trying to cheat the government or something. And then when he found out the truth about who I was and what I was, now he want to be. You checking your mail? I said, yes, sir. Oh, I'm going to call you later. I said, yes, sir. And I went on about my business. But the scripture said, sit here. I'll make your enemies your footstool. Well, after that, I went back by the office one day. I had to take a piece of paper. When I got there, two new girls was there. So I ministered to the first one at the front desk. She was falling out and, and hollering and having a fit. Went on to the next one, ministered to her, turned around and went on about my business. But the second one I ministered to, she said, wait a minute. I said, yeah. She said, something just not. She said, Miss Knight, where you come from? I told her, I come from Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> She meant, are you from outer space? Are you from heaven? Where you come from? I told her, from Jacksonville. She said, now, Miss Mike, you knowing too much for not to be in there, in my business like this. I said, well, it's not me. You know who it is. She looked at me. She said, oh, oh, uh-huh. And I went on about my business. Now, remember, I told the manager, the system manager, she was going to become the manager. This happened within a week. Y'all don't hear me because y'all not listening. Within a week, that woman became the manager. And once she became the manager, she acted like she was my best friend. I'm down there taking her uh, a soul food plate 10 o'clock in the morning. 
she coming to my house a quarter to eight bamming on the door to my sweet potato pie and some cookies. I thought to myself, if she don't get on away from here, they don't come in the house like this. You know, everybody's scared of management but me. That was God. Why, why was this happening like this, uh, uh, Dr. Goodman? It was happening like this because that was my assignment to be there. He assigned me to be there for the sake of the work. People came in and they said, oh, you live in a gated community, the project. Oh, what nice condos because they had remodeled them. Remodeled them. Huh? He placed me there so in the summer I could work with the children who didn't have no food and passing out from diabetes because all they was eating is top ramen noodles. He placed me there so that I would go with management and we would get the um what we call the free lunch program for the summer. A few mothers didn't have food for their children. Not because they was on drugs, they wasn't getting enough of assistance. And this one lady come to me and told me, and I said, listen, I'm going to give this to you. I said, but if I ever hear you got it from anywhere else other than you, it'll never happen again. <laughs> this woman took her bag of, of free lunch, <laughs> took them home, fed her children with them. I never heard a single word, ever. And when she would see me, she didn't want to talk about no free lunches she took home. None of that. She didn't have a word to say to me. She said, Ms. Mack, you need some help? I, I want to volunteer to help you. Listen, when the holidays come like this, Thanksgiving, Christmas, God sent Frank Peoples. I know y'all remember Brother Frank. He sent Brother Frank at the right time when I was in dire straight to do for the children for the holidays. I, I, I wanted to have a set down dinner for the parents with their children. We're in the project. They don't do that kind of thing. Who going to sponsor it? Who going to pay for that? They just see project people as uneducated and the worst people in the city. And they put them in certain areas so they can keep up with them. So look, God sent Brother Frank. Frank gave me $1,500. He dead and gone. I can tell his business now. I took the money and went to the meat store, and I asked the man for turkeys. He said he couldn't give turkeys. He said, but for every chicken you buy, I'll give you a chicken. I said, okay. And he did that. So I had bags of groceries set up because that was going to help me to cover Christmas, too. So I was able to make a spaghetti dinner, spaghetti, green beans, uh, no salad, but I had the garlic bread and drank some kind of fruit punch something. And the parents came and ate with their children. The people worked in the office were standing there looking. We don't get nothing. I said, yeah, y'all can have a plate of food. This how it was looking. This how good it was looking. Because how many know when God does something, 
he, he, he's not the kind of God that have do things. It looked like you spent a thousand dollars on something fifty cent to other people because God is that kind of God. He knows the very intent of our heart. And we're still talking about Christmas rolled on around. Well, I got the bags. Let me go back to Thanksgiving. I got the bags with the chickens and the uh, uh, green beans and breakfast food and drinks and stuff. And I gave that. Gave those bags out. All right. Christmas rolling around. I went to the farmer's market. I was blessed to get baskets of fruit. Uh, I bought a thing called a, a plum quart, thumb quart. They had never saw them before the children. They were just amazed. Oh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> the people in the office come to the door at the center and said, do we get anything? I said, well, it's for the parents and the children, but I'm going to have to squeeze y'all out something. So I was able to give them some nice fruit, too. Was able to buy Few of the children Christmas. Uh, Sometimes the parents would bring the children and drop them off and disappear. They would wake up to Christmas with me. It didn't matter. In the summer, I made uh, fried chicken gizzards, and the children loved them, and they ate them. And in the winter, I made chili and cornbread or soup and cornbread because it had to stretch. And the child had to get full, and more than more than a few children. The adults come around and said, I was wrong. How you going to feed the kids and don't feed us? We hungry, too. But you as an adult, you can get away. These children, we have to make a way. And I went on. When my assignment was up there, that's when he moved me on, not a day early, not a day late. I could not leave there until the work was done. So my thoughts for the new year got to go along with the work he called me to. It's got to go along with the work he chose me for. It can't just be what Barbara wants. Oh, well, it's coming into 2024. And God, I know you, Abe. I know you got it. The earth is yours, the fullness thereof, the world. And they that dwell therein, Lord, I want a Mercedes. Lord, that Audi is looking good. And they got some, some cute little sports Audis. I want an Audi. No, I don't. Mm-mm. Lord, uh, right up the street from me, just a couple of blocks, Lord, they, they, they got the million-dollar homes, and I want me one of them, Lord. No, I don't. But what I do want is a closer walk with you. Hallelujah. I want to fast more. I want to hear from you more. I want to study your word more and pray more. I want to reach more people. I want to see what else there is you would have me to do. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's already all right. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't help but thank him. I can't help but praise him. Because of who he is. What he has done alone is enough. What he has done, he made me over. He suffered. He bled. 
strong. He died. He conquered all and rose with all power. And what he's going to do. I should be dead and gone. But it's him that let me live on. I shouldn't be in the right mind, but it's him that gave me power, love, and a sound mind. And as long as I stay in him and he's in me, I'm going to have that. But the day I leave him, I will no longer have it. Because without him, I can't do nothing. Ever. And I don't ever want to forget that. Hallelujah. I want to stay with him. The songwriter wrote a song and it says, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. I have not this morning because I ask not. I haven't asked him. If I don't ask him, I can't get an answer. I never ask him. But Lord, what is it that you would have me to do more than I'm doing right now? I want it straight from you, hot off the press, direct from heaven, from you. I don't want it no other way. Because I want to make my calling and election sure on it. I want to make sure this is you. Now, we're going on back over here to Hebrews chapter 11. And we're starting in verse 1, and this is what it says. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, he said this is what faith right now. And when I take a look at the word substance, it said that which of a thing consists. Physical matter or material. The next one says a, a species of matter of definite chemical composition. It gave me two different ones. But substance is that thing that's of matter. I'm going to put it that way. It can be physical or material. And it matters to us. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I don't see that. But I'm hoping that it manifests. I'm hoping that it becomes physical. I'm hoping that it become materialistic, tangible, so I can feel it, I can touch it, I can have it. In other words, I can make it do what I want it to do, because it's, it's, it's tangible now. I can feel, touch, push it, squeeze it, whatever. This is what I'm hoping for. I don't see it, but I'm hoping for this thing. And my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. So if I trust him, if I have faith in him, if I can wait on him, I can praise him and worship him until it comes, I'll be doing good. By the way, it's coming. It's coming. God have a mighty sweet way. And because he knows the very intent of our hearts, we don't have to ever doubt that he's going to miss something. You know, I should have told him about this. No, you didn't have to tell him about that. Guess why? He already knows. 
Many days we tell him to make make it clear to him because we can't come back and say, Lord, since you know the intent of my heart, you know what I wanted, but you didn't give it to me. No, open your mouth and tell him. If you want the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, uh, 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 the, 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 the greenhouse, tell him. You, you do want that Audi. Which one you want? Tell him. You want better pay on your job? Tell him you want that job to change. Tell him you want the leadership of that job to leave. Tell God. Whatever you want, you can open your mouth and tell him. If your heart is right, he's doing it. If we're doing it out of humbleness and so that others on the job can be blessed, God is doing it. But if we're only thinking of ourselves, and nobody else, this is going to change for me. I can't tell you God to do that. He's not a selfish God. When I think of Jesus in the morning, I think of Buddy. I think of Sion, Dot, Jerry Crowell, Irene, Anthony, Jermaine, uh, uh, Lori, my goddaughter, uh, Rita, uh, Rose Brown. And the list is just in this, Brother D. The list is in this. Apostle Boatwright, morning, Apostle. <laughs> Yeah, it can't just be about Barbara. Because, see, to whom much is given, much is required. He gave me much. Now I know. I can't just sit around and, Lord, I want that house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Well, who's going to stay there? Just me and Shante? The Lord said, no, I don't think so, because that's, that's too much room for just you and her. He hear me mention one time I'm bring some homeless. He hear me some hungry homeless. He hear me uh, uh, alcoholic. He hear nothing. But selfish, selfish, selfish. Me, my, and I. Selfish. That's all he heard. And we want God to do all of these things, but we don't want to give him nothing. Thoughts for the new year. I'm going to start off with the truth. And the person that told me the truth, I'm not going to get angry with them. I'm going to God. Because he said a liar won't tear in his sight. And then he said the truth will set us free. Now that's his word. But when we tell the truth, people get mad with us because the truth hurts and they feel like we hurting them. Take it to God in prayer, church goers. Hello? Yeah, because you got folks running to the building every Sunday, every Wednesday, whenever. But they still don't like the truth and get mad with the pastor because they told the truth. I done heard them say, well, why they, why they was at right there to my bedroom window? Oh, they know somebody that know me. No, we don't. God showed us. Ain't no way 2 o'clock in the morning I'm around there by your bedroom looking in no window. Honey, I'm over here giving me some of them good Z's. Good country sleep. <laughs> Nobody sleeping in the country. <laughs> I'm not around nobody's window, front door, <laughs> driveway, garage, and nowhere else like that. I'm home again getting that country sleep because I got to get up early. But God sent the truth and you Fought in the pastor. God said the truth. You fought in the evangelist. Anybody that brought you the truth, you don't like them. 
A lot of churches fill now with them kind of people because they're being fed what they want to hear. See, you can still club and come to church, pay your tithes and offering, and you good. You ain't got to never come to the altar. Just dance in the middle of the aisle. Oh, no. Mm-mm. You got to receive <laughs> of him. You must be born again of the water and the spirit. That's what the word said. I didn't say it. I mean, you can hold it against me. But I was not there again this morning when God inspired man to write it. They said all kind of stuff now. You don't need to plant a seed. The church lying to you. They said uh, when clearly God talked in farmer terms. Tell me he don't talk in farmer terms. Planting and reaping. Huh? Harvesting. Come on. That's why we have to watch who we follow. Look. I told God, I want to go back to the old time way. When men and women would get on their knees and pray. When they would go to church on Sunday and stay all day. I want to go back to the good old way. This new wave, new age stuff that I'm seeing, no, no ma'am, you, you got to be saved. Listen to me. Sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, and you got to obey the Word of God, and your body become a living sacrifice. You have to make sacrifices unto God from this old world. It sounds good, feel good, look good. If God is not in it, I want none of it. I don't care what it is. That devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. He will trick you if you're not watchful and prayerful. Yeah, he'll make a fool out of you. He's a liar, and I'll make a liar and a fool out of you, but we have to let him. And I'm still talking about thought for the new year. A little bit of the last thing, and we go into one more song of the morning when we come back. This studio is open for testimonies. Listen, we yet got to prepare daily for his return. He's coming back. He's looking for his church without spot and rancor. Not just any old church. He got a church. The body of Christ. He's coming back looking for it. And he's not looking for nobody looking around for their shoes when he come. No. You already got to be them styles your feet up. Got the right size. He's not looking for nobody. Well, I need to go and have me a gown made. No. He's looking for you to already done had the, the gown tailored for you. Oh, I got to get my head piece now. He's looking for them that already got the whole thing together. I even got my hairstyle I'm aware. I'm I'm about to go into a wedding. I'm about to be married. I'm finna give me some new glasses that match my my gown and thing, my shoes. And I want me some silver thing in my stuff. I want just no bland old colors. And that takes time, because I might have to dye some shoes. But I want to be ready when he comes. I don't want to be getting ready. I want to be already ready when Jesus comes, so I can just go on in. Because if we think back to the ten virgins, five wise and five foolish, the foolish didn't bring no oil and tried to uh, (laughs) cheat. Them that had some, give me some of yours. They said, no, if we give it to you, we won't have enough. 
But you can go to them that sell it and get you some. They went to get some, and when they got back, the door was shut. The ceremony was going on. It was too late, y'all. And I don't want it to be too late for us. Say what you want about me. I'm going to share the truth the best of my ability as God give it to me. I'm not perfect. I'm striving just like you. I have to eat like you, sleep like you, bathe like you, have some type of income just like you do. But he's getting us all ready if we want to get ready. He's giving us opportunity, opportunity to get our business fixed with him daily. I don't want to miss the boat. I don't want to share with many and they make the boat and I miss it. Because I gave it to them, but I didn't live it myself. The devil is a lie. No ma'am and no sir. I got to live this, which I teach and preach and share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, There's nothing in hell I, I believe I won't. And I don't want to hear the Lord say, depart from me. Woo, that'll crush me. When he gave me all this chance to get it right with him. He gave me every day to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and real slow to anger. He gave me all this time to study his word and to pray and to seek his face and to to, to draw closer to him and build a stronger relationship. My dad used to sing a song to me. And he said, if I fail to pray and my soul get lost, it was nobody's fault but mine. Because I knew what to do, and if I didn't do it, it was on me. I I had become past 12 years old, so my sins was no longer on my parents. They was on me now. And I know that there are a lot of people don't believe in sinning. But the wages of death is sin. Now, that's what he said. I didn't say it. He said it. But I sure believe it. Yeah, so we want to get right so we can go back with him when he comes so that we can hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. So in this season, we count down to January the 1st, 2024, if God bless us all to see it. Your thoughts for the new year. Your thoughts. Your personal thoughts. Your own thoughts for the new year. Spiritual and physical. What's your thoughts? Because in the natural, I'm going to help more people. I know a lot, you know, many times we think we need more physical and materialistic. But in this hour, we need more spiritual than anything we could ever imagine. Because your eyes haven't seen and your ears haven't heard believers, Christians, children of God, the saints of God, the people of God, your eyes have not heard, seen, and your ears have not heard the things that God got in store for you right here on the earth. But guess what? Your eyes have not seen and your ears have not heard what the devil is cooking up right now. What's about to come? You, you, you ain't never saw this and heard this before. A lot of things you see right now, this your first rodeo. You ain't never saw this before. Get ready. Get ready. When I see that car, they call it a Tesla. 
I think you plug it up. It's electric. When I see that right there, it takes me back to George Jetson. Anybody remember? Here's George Jetson, his wife Jane, and his daughter Judy. And what the song was named? Elroy? Remember them people? Okay. And what they're giving the youth today, the youth think they got the real deal. They think they got the real thing. They don't they don't really know what a real collard green tastes like. You know, we southern. We from the country. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. That's the country. They don't know what a real fried chicken tastes like. They never had a real fried chicken where the mama just went out in the yard, grabbed them up, and cleaned them up, and seasoned them up, and cooked them up. They don't know about that. <laughs> Go ahead, Dr. Goodman. You remember them Jacksons. <laughs> yeah. You're about to see some stuff now. If you see the flying car, just calm down. It'll be all right. Just calm down. If you see the robot, just 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 calm down. It's gonna be all right because your world is changing every second of the day. Are we old timers? Let me tell you something. Prepare your heart and pray. And the sad thing, they got that general degeneration believing in them and what they say. I know better. Doctor Norwood said, "Oh no." But I know who can, God can, you better believe it, God can, yeah. I'm yet leaning and depending on him because I don't care what the world does, how they change it, what they think about it, and all of this. God is still God and he won't change. The earth is yet here, the fullness that rub the world, and they that dwell therein. He is the God that yet made the heavens and the earth. And if he say enough is enough, when he says it, it's enough. And it must stop. He said, let there be light and light appears. And the reason things are going like this, we, we're not a praying people. We are world watching, world doing people. We're not a Bible study people. We're watching the world, and we want to show them that we're just like they are. Matter of fact, y'all think y'all doing it. Let me show you how to really do it. I'm just not going to church every Sunday, every time the door open ain't there. I'm going to show you how to do it to the lollipop. That's what they do now, church folks. I'm going to cuss you out right now. Act all kind of ways. And when you say something about don't judge me, I'm not your action judger, and the word of God judge you, not me. You can do anything you want to do. I got plenty of business to tend to not be in yours. But this is what he told me to do. You see your brother in, in error, go, about, go, go to your brother and talk to him. But many times I found out it wasn't my brother and it sure wasn't my sister, not, not in Christ Jesus acting like that. They was a member of another family. <laughs> and it's all right today in Jesus' name. Listen, we go into this one request right here. When we come back, the studio is open. We have plenty of time. If you have something you would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. 
and share with us. God bless you, area code 209 this morning. God bless you, Sister Jerry. God bless you. You made it in. Good morning, Sister Sion. Good morning, Pastor David. God bless y'all this morning. And good morning to your Sister Irene. Good morning to your Sister Dorothy Goodman. And again, good morning to our very own Apostle Claudia Boatwright this morning. God bless you. God bless you. And listen, let's go in with this one. Tonight, somebody asked the question one day, say, is there anything too hard for God? There are things that man can do.
no brick and mortar, uh, no plastic, no material of any kind. God made it. The fourth uh, verse says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Mm. Verse 5 says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony, that he pleased God. That's what I want right there. I want the testimony that I please God, and not Barbara, but Almighty God, that have all power. Verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I love that right there. I can hear it all day. It helped me. Yeah. And so we're thankful unto God this morning for all he has done, all he has given us. We're grateful unto him. Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, so I thank him this morning. That's the warden, y'all. Y'all know she had to come in and check on me. But oh, <laughs> thank God. Listen, if you have a testimony or you want to share something about your thoughts for the new year, maybe there's something you can say to us this morning that will encourage us to look in a different direction. Maybe it's something that we overlooked last year or we overlooking right now that you know would bring us up in Jesus. Give it to us. I may have already said it. It don't matter. If you're feeling it, you want to say it, press that number one and come in. And I thank God this morning because of this. I know some people at work, they can't do all of that because they at work. And like Sion, I know she over there punching some uh, uh, somebody holding on and she walking them to the next spot or whatever she doing over there because that's her. But I thank God for her this morning. Thank God for her mom, Sister Dot. Thank God for her husband, Pastor David. I'm just happy. And I uh, thank God for each and every one of you. Thank God for your Sister Jerry. And uh, I'm going to send you another, a few more things on the list, Sister Jerry, I forgot. But I'll send that to you, and you can let me know. You can let me know. Thank God for your area code 209. I know that number. I just forgot. But I thank you, Sister Rita. God bless you this morning. I thank your aunt slept in. But I thank God for each and every one of you. And I thank God for my family this morning. All right, Sister Jerry. Good morning. God bless you, honey bunny. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. How are you? I am good. I am great. I just want to tell God thank you. Oh, God, thank you. I came close. But God said no. So I thank God for life. I thank him for strength. And now I know how to obey. You know, you know, I'm one of them children that don't know how to don't know how to obey. I just keep going to the principal. When I told the doctor this when he was doing things to me, I said, You know, doctor, he said, What, Miss Jerry? I said, I've always been a bad, bad, bad girl. He said, Really? You're such a sweet lady. I say it takes you getting close to death to understand. Obey, obey, obey. And he just laughed. 
He said, you don't look like you ever was a bad child. Mm. I said, that's Barbara Pittman by that. But I didn't. I laughed. And when he left out, I said, Lord, thank you. I know how to obey now. I know how to go to the hospital when I keep telling the fireman's no. I know how to do what the doctors say when I want to do what I want to do. Ain't nobody the boss of me. But then God came to me and he said, I'm the boss of everybody. <laughs> so, Barbara, I thank God for life. I thank him for stress. I thank him that he came to me just when I needed him the most. I'm more obedient now. The doctor said, Miss Jerry, I don't want you going by a bunch of crowds. I don't want you to get all upset. I don't want you getting all excited. I need you to be still. Yes, God. And know that you're God. So when people say, Jerry, I want to come back. No, don't come back. I don't want to do all this laughing and joking. I'm like Miss Smith now. Father, take this bitter cup from me. Can I come back on you? Miss Smith, where's the bitter cup? Where's that bitter cup, Miss Smith? Oh, Bob, come get your friend and take it to Miss Tilly. All I did was ask about the imaginary bitter cup. <laughs> well, God has showed me the bitter cup, woman of God. It's not a bitter cup. It's a cup of life. It's the cup of obedience. Yes, you can go further when you obey God. He will get, He will pull you out of the pit. I know I was there. The farmers picked me up off the floor. I was just like a lip, lip, lip sour. I had all that IV going in my arms, six of them. Hard monitors all checked up on me. I laid there and I said, Lord, is it my time? Mm-hmm. I started giving boxes to this. So I said, no. I want you to be more mindful of yourself. You run if this was Gavin, boy, the whole United States and the Army would have been here taking care of Gavin. If this was Isaiah, oh, Lord, we'd have had the specialist. But this is you, and look at you. I feel so much better, Barbara. But now I'm obeying the Spirit and not Jerry. Sometimes people call, I just can't answer. I just got to be still, like he said. I'm not an advisor. I'm the child of the Most High God. And he's doing a work in me. So I thank God for life and strength. I thank God that what the doctor says wrong, God has already fixed it. But I will be obedient. I want to get out. I want to go to your house. I want to do this. But he said, Jerry, I need you to be still and don't move. When I got there, the doctor said, we're going to put you on bed rest. I'm going to put an alarm on your bed. If you move, we'll know. You ain't got to do all that, doctor. I know how to be quiet. I said, I used to, didn't I? I used to have to go to the principal every day. 
But now that you God, I'll just sit here with you and be quiet, okay? When God come and talk to you, listen. No prophet told me I was that sick. No apostle came and told me I was that sick. But God came and told me, be still. Tell everybody anything before the apostle tell you anything, or the prophet, or the teacher, or God will come tell you himself. When I fainted on that floor, I heard God say, now, are you ready to get well? I said, yes, God. How do you wait now? No prophet came and told me I was going to get that sick Bible. Mm-mm. When I got that sick, I was ready to, I was giving you my list to take care of this, Father. And and I wasn't but you ready. Know like you know what, you know what, Jerry, I'm glad you said that right there. Because that's what people think. They think uh, you, you Madam Ruby, or you Miss Cleo, yeah. or somebody like that. Yeah. That's not it. God speaks to you. According to his will, it may be something he wants you to know. It's not that I can just pick up and prophesy anything I want to just tell you. No, God has to speak. And if God don't speak, you won't know. So he's not telling people, hey, tell Jerry she's going to fall out the chair, hit the floor, bump her head. Tell Jerry she's going to end up in the hospital for two weeks. Hey, tell Jerry when they get through with her, they're going to send her to rehab. Hey, tell Jerry they're going to do hard surgery. No, it's not that kind of party. This is not what the Lord does. Uh-uh, he's he not like that. He will speak things that you already know going to happen. And many times, he just like me, if I continue to eat wrong, I'm going to have some problems. I don't need no prophetess or prophet to tell me that. All he I got to when I was yeah. hitting the floor, passing out, I heard God say, are you ready to take care of yourself now? I don't remember what I said back, but I remember the fireman's picked me up like a little dishcloth. One of them picked me up. I said, don't drop me, don't drop me, don't drop me. And say, I said, I will with 300 pounds. He said, really, ma'am? Really? Even this fiery truck. <laughs> but it was good, Bobby. Because then I heard what you say, now faith is. But just for a second, I lost my faith. I was ready to do my last will and testimony. Bobby, remember this? They called my son and and life insurance policy here. God said, I didn't come to kill you. I come to make you aware. You don't take care of yourself. Let somebody call you and tell you they need this. Oh, baby, you own it. You own it if you got to go to Barnett Bank that don't even exist no more and get what they need. I need your attention on you. Okay, so what you doing with it then? Now, he done spoke what you doing. I'm keeping still. When I told you, I said, well, Bob, I want to come here after the Christmas. But God told me I got to be still. I can't be around a crowd of people. I'm obeying. Okay. And you eating right. Obey that. Okay. I'm eating so many green beans, so I think I'm starting to look like a string bean. Okay. 
he took the broccoli away from me, and that's the one vegetable I love. But he said you can have it. No, that but ain't not good. Like, that no. ain't good for you. You can't have all those great berries. You can't have this. So I listen to God on what he tell me I can have this day. But thank God he say I can have a piece of cake. He say I can have one brownie. The old me would have ate up that whole bag of brownies, Bob, and be done with it. Yeah, they would have been said, Oh, no. I got to watch what I eat now, Barbara. Okay. All right, Mrs. Crowd. I got you. I got you. And we'll be praying with you. We'll be praying with you. And uh, Barbara, it's already I came, right I came close to those doors like you told me about that plane. You ain't going on that trip today. I got my ticket in my hand. She don't even know what you're talking about. But it's all right today. Yeah, God got it all under control, and we thank Him for it. Yeah, we do. I'm I'm, I'm gonna close the mic out, and uh, I'll bring you back in before I end the show in case you got something else you would like to say. Oh, thank you, Lord. Okay. All right. Is there anyone else? I got a quick request. And I want to play it. But if there's anyone else who still have a little time, feel free to press that number one and come in. When all foundations have been shaken, when I'm left standing in the dark, and all I feel is my heartbreak.
just the victory of your cross and fix my eyes upon you Jesus and encouraging to me because he's still reign and he's still God. And I know that I can trust God's heart. I can't trust man's heart, but I can trust God because he knows what's best for me and he wants me to have the best. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Thank him for that. Thank him for it. Thank him for all he has done. Thank him for what he's doing right now and thank him for what he's going to do. Great and mighty things. For there's none like him. Yeah. He still reigns today, and he's still God. And no matter what we're going through on the job, pray your way through it. Yeah. When I look back at Israel, and they had to be out there, uh, 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 what it was, slaves for Pharaoh, and, and making mortar, and, and got to find straw. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Our master's much more lenient. He's, he's a better master. He don't treat us like that. But yet, he's our Lord and Master, and we should want to serve him. Good morning, Brother D. God bless you this morning. Good morning, Rose Brown. God bless you this morning. Yeah, so this is what we should want to do. We should want to serve him with our whole heart. Never stop. Never stop. Stop looking at the world. Put your eye upon Jesus. Take your eye out the world, put it in the scriptures, praying and asking God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of his word. Ask God to hear your prayer. And and know what the big thing is? Ask him to teach you how to pray. Ask him to teach you how to pray. Because you won't be praying selfish prayers. You won't be just praying for you and your family and the world can just fall apart. No, there are many things in this world we pray for. We pray for the laws. We pray for those that are in prisons and jails. We pray for those that are in every branch of the military. We pray for our administration of our, our brothers and sisters overseas. There's so much to pray for. We ask God as often as we remember to forgive us. Much to pray for. Man ought to always pray and not think. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. I always got a prayer. Hallelujah. And I don't mind praying out loud. Never ashamed. I don't mind speaking out loud about the goodness of him because of where he brought me from. It was him. I couldn't change me. No way, Jose. 
No way I could have changed me. I would have changed a long time ago. But I couldn't change me. But he had a date and a time set when he was going to completely draw me to him. And I was going to follow the draw. And I'm so glad I did. Woo! I'm so glad I did. Yeah, I've learned so much of him over the years. I learned so much about his ways and what his word is talking about and what he did for others through his word. And so I'm grateful. I'm, I'm thankful I learned that he made the world, but not with stuff and things. He spoke. And so I'm happy this morning that he can speak in our lives and things will change instantly. Yeah, he's that kind of God. He's got that kind of power. So your thoughts for the new year, write it down. Your thoughts for the new year, what it is you want God to really do. And what are we willing to give him this year? How much more are we willing to give up for his sake? How much sacrifices are we really willing to do? Yeah. And so we keep praying. We keep praying. Hallelujah. Y'all keep sharing, lift it up in prayer too. And uh, because I know she'll be uh, what I do this Christmas. And I got to get a Christmas card and some other stuff on down. I got a few days still. And I noticed this. People doing a lot of shopping online and things. It's a little crowded, but not like it usually is. I mean, stores here, you know, as time coming on, they're getting a little bit more crowded. But uh, last week it was like, I was like, wait a minute, where the shopping people at? They home? But it's it's getting a little bit more crowded. But I know people are shopping online. And um, I see people with Christmas decorations and stuff up. I didn't think it was going to get to that, but it has. And I thank God for it. Thank God for um, a month of celebration. Thank you for December the 25th, the day we set aside to celebrate him. Yeah. It's not scripture. It's not scripture. But it's what we decided to do. And we believe God honored that. Yeah. Because we want to give because he gave. Hallelujah. So we're thankful unto him. Listen, is there anyone else? We have a few minutes. If not, I will pray us out and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. Thank you for your word this morning, Father, for your word. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. As we depart this morning, Father, we ask that you would lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Help us to be great witnesses in this season unto others. Help us to lift you up so that you can draw men unto you. And Father, they can't come unless you draw. We ask that you would draw more, God. For the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. So we're asking that you would send more labors into the vineyard to work. Lord, it's all about you, not about us. We know you love us and you care for us much. But God, your work must be done. Your will must be done. So we thank you this morning. Bless every caller and every listener, every household represented here, every family member, Father, near and far, every friend near and far this morning. Move in a mighty way for these, your people. Father, those that stand in the need of finances, we know that the earth is yours again this morning, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Open doors, make ways. You know what your people stand in the need of. Lord, you know what they're trying to accomplish in this season. And Lord, we ask that you would do it for your glory. 
And Lord, when you bring them out, that they will remember to give you the glory, the honor. Praise you like never before in the name of Jesus. Father, if we left out anything this morning, we ask that you would take it up today and that you would bless our prayer requests for others in the precious name of Jesus. Bless our going out and coming in. Meet the need again in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And again, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you this morning again. December the 11th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye and have a blessed day. We're going out with Fred Hammond this morning. You're the living word. Bread of life sent down from glory. Many things you were on earth, a holy king, a carpenter. But you are the living word, Come on. Come on, Houston, you can say it one time with us. Friends, send down some glory. Many things. Come on, somebody say it. Many things you are.